0: Hello, and welcome again, everyone, to Let's Talk Heart to Heart. I'm Emma Buggy, your host. I'm a teacher of compassionate communication and active listening. And today's podcast is part six in the series of introducing and exploring compassionate communication, which is also known as nonviolent communication, or NVC, as you will hear it for short, In this podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be exploring the world of needs and values, our desires, and how they really differ from the strategies that we so enjoy using in order to meet those needs. We're going to have a little look into how and where conflicts happen in our relationships, and I'm going to be guiding you through an activity that you can do at the end of this podcast in order to help you. Recognize your needs and differentiate between the needs that you, and longings that you have, and the strategies that you can sometimes favoritize. All of the links and references that I mention in this podcast will be included in the podcast notes, so make sure you go there in order to download the feelings and needs lists as well, which you might need at the end of the podcast so that you can do the activity. For any more information about me and the work that I do with compassionate communication and active listening, please visit empathart.com. So I'd like to talk to you a little bit about the difference between needs and strategies and I'm going to be explaining some ideas that I have collected from Oriane Boyer, who is a NVC trainer who works with connecting to life. I'm going to leave a link uh, in the notes section of the podcast so that you can see her work and the work of connecting to life. So conflicts, you see, conflict, they always happen. Conflicts always happen on the level of strategies, Strategies are these concrete things that we imagine and we, we ask for in life. So can we sit and paint together this evening is a strategy. Um, let's go for a walk together. That's a strategy. Um, let's sing a song together. That's a strategy. Okay. Whereas the need behind all of those three strategies could be togetherness. So you see, for me, uh, a way in which my need for togetherness can be met could be through singing, could be through painting, could be through walking. Whereas the strategy is the particular thing that we choose to do or that I ask for. So the conflict could be there if, say, my partner says, you know, I really just wanna rest. I really, really wanna rest. I really wanna chill out. I just wanna, you know, chill out at home. I don't think I'm gonna come with you on that walk. So you see, his need would be for rest, for relaxation. And my need is for togetherness. But we might end up having an argument there because I might say, oh, you never want to spend time with me. You'd rather be on your own. And he might say, hey, but come on, I just want to chill out. Like I don't fancy going for walks or singing or playing music or painting together. And so you see, we, we start to have an argument on the level of strategies, what things we're going to do. What is it that we would rather do? So if we look at the needs, the needs for rest and the need for togetherness, perhaps there are, and not even perhaps, I'm pretty sure, there are many ways in which we can both rest and be together at the same time, where both of our needs can be met. And so, for example, I might say to him, okay, you want to rest and relax, uh, and we want to spend time together. How would it be for you if I drove us to a viewpoint, and then we would sit there and have a cup of tea from a flask in the mountains together. And then I would check and say, hey, Marcus, does that work for you? Maybe he goes, you know what, that is very restful. I don't need to do anything. If you're going to drive, we're going up to the mountains together and having a cup of tea. I'd like that. Or he might say, no, you know, I really don't even want to leave the house. That doesn't work for me. So then I thought, I can think, okay, what's another way that we can still be together and rest? Perhaps watching a movie, perhaps me reading a book or a poem to him, perhaps cuddling on the sofa and having a chat. So there are many ways in which we can still have both of our needs met without being stuck on the particular strategy that I want or the particular strategy that he wants. So really there are no conflict on the level of needs. They don't exist. It's just how creative can we be around finding ways in which my needs and your needs can be met. And when I say creative, it really can get to this point of like, my favorite way of meeting my need for togetherness is to meet it with you. You are my strategy. (laughs) <laughs> my husband is my strategy for meeting my need for togetherness I so want to spend time and be together with someone and you're my favorite strategy so if I want to get really creative like say Marcus has another need my husband has another need for time to himself like well I'd say more like privacy and space and quiet and Perhaps he's not willing to spend time together with me right now. Then I might be open, I might be creative to finding another way to meet that need. Of course I'd really like it to be with him. Perhaps another way would be to see if a friend wants to spend some time with me. To see if I can spend time with a family member. Or it might even be to see if he would be willing to spend time with me tomorrow or the next day rather than right now. So right now would be another strategy. Spending time together in this moment is again a strategy to meet my need for togetherness. So it can become quite complex, but the more time I spend with this, the, the more amazed I am at like how much creativity and how much Openness there is to doing things in a way that are really only coming from a full yes. I really, I'm so, so much more wanting to do everything that I do in life from a place of 100% yes. A yes from me and a full yes from you. Because really, if you're doing this, but actually you'd rather be doing something else, I know that I will pay for it in the end or you will pay for it in the end, both of us. I'll pay for it with your resentment towards me or perhaps you will start to really be annoyed with, with me because you'll start to think, well, she doesn't respect my, my needs. She's not listening. Or oh, if, I say, if I say no, then she won't love me. So then my love for you becomes dependent on you saying yes to everything that I ask of you. And my goodness, I know that that can just cause so much pain in relationships. So my longing, my aim is to really, really, more and more, I'm not there 100% yet. I'm still working on it, but to really move towards doing everything from 100% yes or as close to that as possible, and for both of us. So I'd love to actually spend some time now talking to you a little bit more about the differences between needs and strategies, because we spoke about needs, we've spoken about strategies. And actually, needs are something that... They're quite abstract, you know, they're abstract qualities that bring us a sense of meaning in life. They're values that we have, but they're abstract. They're not something that we can actually hold on to and do on their own or be with on their own. So my need for aliveness that's something that you can't really grasp or say, hmm, I have a need for aliveness. Can you, you know, can you can you just be a bit more alive? <laughs> like, how can I be a bit more alive? Or, you know, this conversation, I'm feeling a bit bored and I have a need for aliveness. I'm wondering if you can just be a bit more lively in your conversation. How, how exactly does liveliness or aliveness look like to me? that's not concrete, it's, it's, an, it's a sensation, it's a, a value, it's something that I enjoy and I can dream about and I can picture and I can experience, it's a longing. So this is a need, it's abstract. So whereas the strategy is something that's more concrete, so aliveness, Hmm. my need for aliveness might be met in many different ways depending on the context. So say, oh, I'm feeling really bored in this conversation and I have a need for aliveness. A strategy that could meet that need would be, um, would you be willing to tell me how it is that you're feeling in this moment? So I make a request for connection that maybe helps me to feel more alive in that moment, more connected. Or I might even have another request, like, would you be willing to jump up and down with me and dance to one song for the next 30 seconds and then come back to the conversation? So (laughs) this might be a strategy, a concrete strategy that meets my need for aliveness. And there's many, many other ways in which I might be able to meet that need, concrete ways in which I can meet that need. Another way in which needs and strategies are different is that needs are something very universal. So I have a need for for aliveness. Someone in China, someone in Afghanistan, someone in Peru, someone in France, someone in Fiji, someone in... Australia, someone in Kenya, all over the world, people have universal needs. So someone else is going to have that need for aliveness too. It's not something that is different in human beings. All human needs are the same. We all experience and long for them but the the way in which we enjoy those needs being met, the strategies are personal, yeah, so my neighbor when i when I say this this conversation is I'm feeling a bit bored and I have a longing for an aliveness, my neighbor, my friend who I'm having the conversation with, might have a similar need for aliveness they might also be thinking yeah I'm I'm noticing that I also have a need for aliveness but when I suggest the strategy of jumping up and down and dancing to a song that might not really meet their need for aliveness that might be like a bit it doesn't touch them in the same way so they might go mm, no that doesn't work for me they might have a different strategy that works for them and so they might go yeah you know Hmm. perhaps we could change the subject and talk about something that's really touching the two of us personally in this moment, you know, how does that work for you? Like talk about how we're feeling right now, both of us in this moment. That would really meet my need for aliveness. And then I, and then I would check with myself and go, mm, you know what, that does, that does meet my, my need for aliveness too that's a strategy that works for both of us another way in which needs and strategies are really different is that needs really point to the why behind the things that i do why is it that i'm doing this so why is it that i choose to to, to ask my partner for a hug when I'm feeling sad, yeah, I ask my partner for a hug when I'm feeling sad because I have a longing for reassurance, or maybe I have a longing for connection, or, yeah, for, for sweetness and care, so I have this need for care, for example, and so I ask my partner for a hug, that's, that's, That's the strategy, but why do I ask my partner for a hug? Because I really have a longing for care, really have a longing for care and connection in this moment. So then the strategy is the thing that I actually do. How is it that I meet my need for care and connection? I ask for a hug. Yeah. Yeah. There's many other ways in which they're different. So, for example, needs... There are many other ways in which needs and, and strategies are different, and yet I'd like to keep it simple for today. And so I'd really love to leave you with a little um, exercise that you can do at home. I'd like you to think of a recent conflict or an argument that you've had with someone. And start by just writing down... What is it that you were arguing about, the two of you? What is the main thing that you were arguing about? And see if you can focus in on one moment where you felt really, really pissed off or frustrated or hurt or triggered in some way. Just start. We're going to go through the NVC process because, you know, the last few weeks we've really been looking at how to start observing. And then moving into our feelings. And now we're going to go into our needs. So start by writing down your judgment that you have towards that person or towards yourself. So just choosing one clear moment where you felt triggered. And writing down a judgment that comes to your mind about that person or yourself. So it could be... um, God, he's so selfish. He is so selfish. That's my judgment. And then I want to see if I can make that into an observation. So, taking away any judgments that I have, I want to think of or remember what is it that that person said or did, or didn't say or didn't do, that makes me think that they're selfish. Okay, so my observation is he didn't ask me how I was feeling. Okay, so this is my observation. Then I notice my feelings, so I want you to write down how is it that you feel when you, when you heard that person say or do that thing. So, he didn't ask me how I was feeling And I noticed that I felt really hurt and confused and annoyed. So I write down my feelings. Now I want to check in with myself and see what is it that I was actually needing in that moment? What is it that I'm needing when I feel so hurt or confused and annoyed? Mm. Oh, so I'm looking at my feelings and needs lists and I've realized that my need is really for reciprocity. And actually there's, beneath that, there's there's a longing for to be seen, yeah. I really want to be seen in my pain and yeah. Yeah, that's my main need. I really have a longing to be seen and for care. So I would write that down. So my observation, my my judgment is he's selfish. My observation is he didn't ask me how I was feeling. And then my need is to be seen. And then I want you to check is there any kind of strategy that I was hoping would happen or that they would do, the other person would do in order to meet that need. So if I really like look into myself, I notice that I really was hoping that he would ask me how I feel in order for me to have my need of being seen to be met like, If he doesn't ask me how I feel, then it's not possible for my need for being seen to be met. So if you can try that at home and see what you come up with, I'd be really happy to hear your responses right in the comments section below. What did you come up with? And did this help you to connect with your need? Once you connect with your need, like, how does it feel like for you to recognize that that's something that's important for you? So I'm going to leave it at that for today. I noticed that my need for aliveness and confidence is so much more met now that I have recorded this podcast on my own today. I feel more confident, I feel more connected, I feel a lot more alive and I'm really curious how it was for you and I'm Still longing for more connection because I haven't got that other person to speak with today. So I'm really, really longing to hear feedback or thoughts. How was this for you? Please please do leave any comments below and uh, I'd be really, really happy to hear from you. Any thoughts, any... Thank you for joining me again today and I look forward to the next time I will share with you in this series. I'm curious how the show has been for you and I'm super excited to receive any feedback, any requests you might have or any questions regarding NVC and the topics that we will be covering in our future podcasts. If you are an NVC practitioner and you would enjoy taking part on one of these shows in the future, then please contact me via email at emma.empathart@gmail.com, at or you can find me on Facebook via my practice group page where you can also find other videos and links, support materials and a space to practice your skills with like-minded people, Heart to Heart Communication NVC Group on Facebook. Or you can check out my website www.empathart.com for more information about past and future workshops, as well as one-to-one empathy sessions and more. I really appreciate the time that you have taken to listen to this podcast and I'm already feeling excited and a little nervous to read your comments and connect with you further between now and our next session together. Thank you for joining me.